I gotta say, looking back on it now that I've had a couple nights of sleep, I, I'm really grateful that I don't have three dogs in my house. Particularly a puppy, because a puppy is a newborn. I feel like if you've had a puppy, you're, you're fully prepared for parenthood. Exactly. And, and right now, our, our carpets of the house we bought less than a year ago are already on the brink. And now, if we would have brought a three-month-old puppy into there, even though the puppy apparently is very good at being potty trained, but the thought of it like ruining the carpets and having to replace flooring in a house I just bought... Mm. Kind of, no, I don't, I don't even want that a little bit. So kind of backtrack a little bit. You and your wife, well, actually your wife saw a dog on Facebook. Uh, her friend posted a Facebook post with the store, the story. Jay. Well, that's how it always starts right there. You're like, no, please. <laughs> the story behind it. Uh, by the way, welcome to our brand new podcast, The Morning After here on Q104, recorded right after The Morning Drive. Thank you for Mike Keller, Jenny Matthews, our producer Tater here uh, as well. So. Last weekend, my wife sees this Facebook post, and the story goes like this. You guys, somebody just returned this dog to the shelter in Oklahoma City (laughs) for being too perfect. The dog wants to go outside and run and play all day, and then come inside and cuddle up and sleep with you. And I'm like, oh. First of all, just let me stop there a minute. The reasoning there is awful. Now listen, I know there are situations a person gets a dog and maybe the dog doesn't get along at all with another dog in the home or mm-hmm. um, maybe there's a child, there's a biting incident. You know, yep. there's all kinds of good reasons for, okay, like this isn't the right dog for our scenario. But I'm sorry, my dog is too perfect. All it wants to do is play and sleep. Well, what did you expect? What were you hoping for? The, well, the, the post said that the dog was too perfect. The people who returned the dog did not say that. The people who returned the dog said that they wanted a dog who just slept inside all day. Gotcha. And it was the person trying to get the dog adopted by somebody else who said, guys, it was returned for being too perfect, mm-hmm. which which hit Katie and I right in the heart. I mean, it hit us in the heart. And, I, and, and she sends dogs to me all the time. And I'm instantly, no, no, no. We have two dogs, two people. Our, our math is perfect in the house right now. <coughs> and uh, the thought of... Bringing to being outnumbered by dogs in my own house is just not a reality I'm ready to accept yet. See, I'm with Katie in that I would have... I know you are. I hope I'm always with Katie, but I would have... I mean, realistically, because I would say I would have 100 dogs, but no one's having 100 dogs. I would have four. I have two right now. I would easily get two more. I think it's just too much. I mean, you already have kids, your husband... The logical part of my brain is like, it's a terrible idea. Now the question is, do you take more care of the dogs or the husband? The dogs are mine. They are, I mean, they're, okay, they're everyone's, but I I love to take care of them. Like our whole, I mean, I feed them, I put special cheese and turkey on their food. I take them for walks. I'm the one that loves on them. I take the babies. (laughs) They know I'm their person, but I want to be. I, I hear you. There are some days where I like being my dog's person. There are other days when I do not. There are some days where it's like, I'm like, Katie, will you feed the dogs? I don't care if they starve at this point. Just feed them. I will say, though, the other day we were out in the backyard. And my, my favorite thing to do, again, being a new homeowner, we, we got Dolly, who's an Australian shepherd. So she is wild. She is full of energy. She's almost three years old, and I confuse her with a three-month-old puppy. That's how full of energy she still is. But I love that we were finally able to give her a backyard. And I take that orange chuck it ball and I launch it for, and she gets so happy. Oh, by the way, now I've also, I've taught her, and it took her like two days to like master this. She now, if I go get the Frisbee, I'll walk outside, I'll stand in the spot of the yard, I always stand it, and she knows, she walks right next to me and she sits 
and she doesn't move until I throw the Frisbee, Aww. and I have to throw it high enough, and when I throw it high enough, she runs, she stays under it, and she'll jump up in the air, and she'll catch it without it ever touching the ground. Took her a couple days to learn, and now she's mastered it, and it's awesome. We and, don't deserve dogs. And then here comes the slow-mo iPhone video. <clears throat> have you done that yet? Uh, uh, no, but I, I, I do an Instagram story. A lot of my Instagram stories, an absurd amount of my Instagram stories, my dogs. Hello, my, my kids are my dogs. That's all I got going on. That really is. I have two cats, so I really can't compare to that. <clears throat> okay, well, I, just a yeah. question about that. Because I, I love cats. I grew up with cats. I mean, they're, they're sweet. I, I love any animal, really. Yeah. But... You know, the way we talk about our dogs, they, they're really like part of the household. They're part of the family. They're, mm-hmm. they're like people almost. Do you feel that way about your cats? Because I never really felt that way about my cats. They were just there. They were awesome and they were sweet. But... Do, do you consider your cats like children? Do you, are, you, yeah. are you the father of your cats? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I have one that's <clears throat> more of a pain in the butt than anything. Uh, his name's Drew, but I do love him. It's because he's mean to Breezy. Breezy's the older one. I, I've had her since she was a little kitten and she's... She's, you know, I, I love them too to death. Now my girlfriend has a dog, and this is where I'm I'm starting to get into the the understanding of the dogs, but they all because I spend a lot of time with the dog. Uh, she'll go out with their friends and like me and a dog. We'll go to the park. I'll throw the ball, and she'll come back. And she she's a little unruly. She's about eight months right now, so she doesn't listen all the time. Imagine she's that. A pup. Yeah, doesn't listen like little kids, and they don't listen. Now, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not good at pick, picking up the hot stinking load there with the uh, bag on my hand. I am very bad at it. <sighs> It's gross, but I do it. And you live in an apartment lifestyle, so you have to. Me, uh, I will go out probably once every other week with the pooper scooper, and I have a pooper scooper, so I don't, I don't ever touch it. Yeah, my husband does that in the yard. The scooper. (laughs) That's that's his job for the dogs. He just picks up their poop. That's it, literally. (laughs) Get out there, trophy husband. Pick up that dog poop. It's dried up now. When I walk the dogs through the neighborhood, though, I absolutely pick up the poop. I mean, unless oh, you know, sometimes I feel bad though. This is so gross, but sometimes it's like not solid okay. and you can't <laughs> you can't pick that up and i but i feel like a an a-hole you know what i mean because it's right. like i i should pick this up i know but i it's it's wet and i'm not <laughs> i'm sorry okay. well if it's slimy and you can't pick it up what are you supposed to do it i know but gross. i always imagine that there's someone watching me from their living room window judging. going what a jerk and judging now i will tell you this uh living in like townhomes and all that there's there's trash cans out back and sometimes they're out front ready so we're walking the dog last night and she uh pinches off a hot one in the in the yard don't have to describe <laughs> it that way and uh <laughs> that's what i like to say so the the dog does it and uh she was like you know whoever's walking the dog has to pick up the poop and so i, I gave it a leash and i walk over there i did a terrible job picking it up and i tie it up and i'm kind of looking around and i was like all right i don't want to i always make fun of people walking with the poop bag Cause I'm like, oh, that's just gross. And so I'm walking with it. And she goes, and put it right over there, and we'll come back and get it. I'm like, okay. And then she goes, oh, hey, hey, there's a trash can. Go put it in there. So, uh, how do you feel about that? Do you do you go and put them in someone else's trash can just to I get rid of it? I have done that because I don't want to hold on to it. If Nobody I don't have does. To. If if you're tra- assuming you see their trash can, if it's out at the end of the curb, that means it's trash day. <clears throat> now, in that case, what you need to do is you need since you're going to open the lid anyway. You need to see, is their trash still in there? Because if it's an empty trash can, that means it's already picked up, and your dog's business is going to be in that person's trash can for another week. Exactly. I feel like that's quite that's a rude that's thing a to do. That's a jerky move. I 
wouldn't yeah. do that. Well, the other day it was trash day, and all the all the bags were out, and I but they were tied up, and so but I was deep into the neighborhood. I'm like, I don't want to carry this poop bag all Nobody the way home. Does. So I put the little teeny tiny little teeny tiny poop bag. I put it like by the other bags that were out by the curb, and I went by the next day, <laughs> and the trash man took all the trash, but he left the little poop bag. I'm like, could you not have seriously just taken this tiny little bag? The trash bags had to be a certain size. They couldn't take that. Clearly. I, uh, my, my, my dad, he was such a dad. He just, he, when we first, when we bought this house last year, he turned, he went in like ultra dad mode and told me about all these things I need and things I need. And we got to talking about the trash service. He just reminded me of the trash service. I was like, yeah, dad, we actually got a, a pretty good deal. Cause at first I was just going to get, uh, you know, I was going to get trash and recycling. And then I was set to tell him the rest of the story, but he goes, you need to get yard waste. You have to have yard waste services as well. And was just ambient about yard waste services. And so I like he and I'm like, hey, settle down. Turns out the neighborhood I live in has a uh, special, you know, kind of a group rate with one of the sanitation companies, and we actually get trash recycling and yard waste of twenty bucks a month. Oh, that's cheap. I lost you because you said ambient. I know. I was about to call him. I think you meant adamant. I was about to call you. And you said adamant, and I was like, I think ambient. It's like ambient's like a sleep medicine, and then ambient would be like lighting. I'm so I'm so glad we can we're recording this. We can go back and listen. Oh, I I believe you. Look, you know what I love about how you used it with such authority. You're like he was ambient. You're like I'm sorry. He was adamant. Now, okay, before we go any further, his name's Adam. No. Before we go any further. Let me just say, because I feel like there is a lot of confusion on this, but despite popular belief, I'm not perfect. <laughs> Occasionally, I make an error. I make a mistake. You hear the buttons on Q104 all the time. I mean, it's rare. Yeah. So, so while I understand the sheer joy and excitement and thrill that the two of you must have felt <laughs> by my grammatical error... Because occasionally it, it they happen. It wasn't a thrill. Listen, I love you. You know that. It has nothing to do with that. I just, I, I was like sitting here stewing on it. I'm like, I don't think that was the right word. But you're like my husband in that you use it with authority. And I think if you're going to like go for it and use a word that you're not even totally sure, just bust it out. Just so, say it. I just think at this point, one of us that screw up, the other one is just waiting, waiting to bust them and say, yeah, whoa, uh, whoa uh, what are you saying here? Let me bring up something that happened on the show just about a week ago. Oh, yeah. Keith Urban has a song, an older song. Oh, here we go. Uh, Take your cat and leave my sweater. I said that on the air, and you both gave me, you were like, you were like two kids, like, snickering at another kid. You're like, she's so stupid. It's not cat. It's not cat. I, well, I looked at you confused because I wasn't 100% sure that that's what you said and or that's what you meant. So I had you say it again, not to call you out or make you look stupid. Oh, sure. I, no, I wanted to make sure <laughs> that I heard you correctly before I corrected you, even though we ended up being the ones that needed to be corrected. We found it's a long story, but the long story short is it is take your cat and leave my sweater, confirmed by Keith Urban himself. You thought it was cap. Take your cap and leave my which, sweater, which doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, I mean, Yes, it does. No, it I mean, does. Who it, calls it a cap? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It does make sense, but it doesn't. No, I'm okay. and what and what did I tell you? I said you have to remember Keith is from another part of the country in Australia where they say things different. They say shrimp on the bobby. And I wouldn't be surprised if in Australia maybe it is more and I don't know the answer to this question. It was just a theory that maybe they say cap a little more commonly. How do people in Australia say hat? There was, well, she's gonna say hat. Is there like a nickname for it? No, they're it? gonna say hat, mate. Like that's what she's gonna <clears throat> tell you. 
Well, he didn't say, take your hat, mate, and leave my sweater. He said, he <laughs> you know, say, he, he's never said mate in a song. He needs to yeah, just, he needs to do that. What the heck? But God. he's one of those artists, and I always find it fascinating. He doesn't sound Australian in when he's singing, but then when he's talking, he totally yeah. sounds Australian. Funny you bring that up. So a couple years ago, Morgan Evans comes to town. Now, Morgan Evans is Kelsey Ballerini's husband, and he's he's huge in Australia. He's Australian. I did not know that. Yeah, he's Australian, yeah. and he is huge in Australia. Number one platinum records all throughout Australia. Just kind of new in America still, right? And, and kind of not gaining that same traction. But he called us one time. We're talking to him, and he's got the great... And it's just fun talking to him because he's got the accent. He's so cool. Like You just love talking to him. And... We asked the question that I'm sure he's gotten a thousand times. You know, how come your accent goes away when you're singing? Everybody wants to know. And he's been asked, again, a thousand times, I'm sure. And his answer was, because it sounds like crap. No matter how good of a singing voice you have, that particular accent, it's just known, even amongst Australians, that the accent sounds terrible when they're singing. He said he was doing a show one time, somewhere, I think it was in the States, and somebody from the crowd was like, you know, you should sing with your accent. And he's like, you don't want it. And they're like, do it. And so the crowd's like, do it, do it. And he's like, okay. So, and, he, and he just did a cover song and he did it with his accent. He said it took about 15 seconds before the crowd kind of got quiet. Yeah. In an awkward way because they're like, oh. And then he's like, I told you. And then and he goes back to, Get back to the normal and way. And then he goes back to singing the way he sings. And he also mentioned that, you know, Australia doesn't really produce whole lot of stars outside of like Keith or like, like I mean there's really not a lot of singers who come from Australia so what they play on the radio in Australia it, it, it's all the Americans it's this, like a pop station in Australia sounds the same as it does in America right. it's the same songs so they grow up hearing how these people sing so when they sing they pick up that American accent or maybe they lose the Australian accent when they sing because that's what they're used to hearing when there's singing right on. that makes sense huh that's a cool story. I think it's very impressive if you are from a different country and you can pull that accent. Like uh, the guy that played Jax Teller in uh, Sons of Anarchy, he's from England, you know. But I mean, when he's talking, he's like walking and talking like this California boy that's a biker. And it's like so amazing to me that they can be able to flip a switch and be able to do that. Or speaking of Keith Urban, he's married to Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. strong accent. And, you know, I've seen her in, I can't even think of which movies I'm talking about now, but she will pull off whatever other accent. It is impressive. It's got to take mm-hmm. a lot of work. What accent can you do best? I know you can do a really good Conor McGregor. What? What would? You, what is that? Irish? Uh, Conor's Irish. I think you do that very well. I can't do any. Who the is that guy? Like, oh, he's the he's the best. Yeah, I, I love. Do no any. one thinks of this because they they technically speak English, but like. You know, even the English language has dialects, and there's a, there's a different accents. You know, there's Southern, and there's and, 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 and you do the Walmart guy really good. Yeah, the Walmart guy right over here. <laughs> but I love, and it's because I watch so much hockey. I love the Canadian accent, oh. or the or the northern half of America, the Minnesota into the Canadian, and you know, I just you know, and they're they're also they're also humble. You know what I'm saying? Like you ask them a question and they're just like, well, you know, I uh, I think it's just, uh, I think everybody up there has done a bang up job. And I think I think it's just <laughs> great to be part of such a uh, wonderful organization. And, organization, and, and, that's and good. I, and I want, I, I just hope for the best for everyone. You know what accent I just, I don't care for? And this, and no offense if you're from Boston, no offense. I know some great people from Boston, but just that wicked we could get the pack the cat. I think it's pack just awful. Just awful. I I'm so it. sorry if I'm offending anybody right get now. Get the cat, go to the back. 
Boston, New York, that whole East Coast. I love it. I love the Italian accent, too. The, you know the mobsters. Funny? I grew up in Maryland, and I never thought that we really had an accent. I hear it when I go back now and listen to people talk. I can't even imitate it. It's just, it's oh. not pleasant. It's. I, th- I think you should. I think you should give it the old college try. I, I don't even. I, don't, I, I can't. Um, it's very hard to explain. Like I wish we could just have, call my mom or dad and have them on because they they speak that way. But I I truly can't imitate it. But you don't realize it sometimes when you live there and when you hear it all the time until you move away. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody with a Maryland accent. Brothers Osborne, they're from Maryland. I don't hear. They just say like like. Well, I'm going down downtown get some crabs. <laughs> uh, like I don't. It's just it's not <laughs> what like. Are you Balmer. instead of Baltimore? They say Balmer. Baltimore. Baltimore. They'll. I okay. It's just bad. Do you have plan? How often do you go back home and visit the family? Well, with the Rona, I haven't been back in a I, long I know, time. Pre, but pre-COVID. previous, I mean, maybe, you know, a couple times a year. Really, that often? Maybe two. That'd okay. be a stretch. Yeah. I want to, and Tater, help me keep an eye on this. The next time you go to Maryland, I want to see if you come back and maybe don't realize that you've picked up a little bit of the accent. Because oh, that help me. That happens to me all the time. If whenever I go somewhere, when I go to, you know, Mrs. Keller's family from Chicago, and I'll I'll usually come back with a little bit of a Chicago accent. Really? Just just and just for a week, and then it's gone. And and I've and I've gone down to. Table Rock Lake for a week, and you know you get real close to Arkansas. So I've come back with a, I'll just a like one, and it's like one or two words, mm-hmm. and you just you just hear it. Mm-hmm. What's the? You guys always make fun of me because I say there's one word that oh. I say all the time with the the New York accent. You sound like Italian sometimes. Italian. You say, uh, Gattadelia, like a Gattadelia. You put like you're, a D instead of a T. You're just you. like slipping in in sentences, and I kind of <laughs> look over and like. <laughs> Like, you know, growing up in the St. Louis area, going back there, I'll come back and say, dang, got to wash my car. I got to throw okay. that aren't wash. No. <laughs> so there's words like that, like yeah. wash. My mother-in-law, God bless her, she says wash, and she just means it. She'll wash, I'm going to wash the dishes. In Maryland, they say instead of water, water. Water. Turn the water on. What is that? I just got to, you know what? I want you to call your dad or your mom. I want to hear like a Baltimore My accent. dad really has it. I want to hear it, this because yeah. I, I don't yeah, know what call it sounds Larry. Like. I want to hear Larry just because I want to speak to Larry in general because I feel like he only and I are best friends. Only if you'll talk about Trump with him. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I saw that a Facebook ad popped up because, you know, the politicians are buying a bunch of ads right now as as they do this time of year, this, this time of the electric cycle. <laughs> I saw, and there's all these like, third parties that are just buying ads to to support whatever candidate and i saw this ad for a trump whiskey glass and it says trump 2020 f your feelings (laughs) i feel like we need to buy that from my dad i bet he would and yeah i bet you we'd drink whiskey out of that thing till the till the cows come what did i order you helped me find it on um online for father's day i got him that that uh you know like a turvis like a water Mm-hmm. bottle or whatever and it had Trump on the front and it said something like you have to do it in the way that you speak it was like you're the best dad ever oh that's right because yeah, it, it was father's awesome day like, what, what, you are the greatest dad ever all other dads do not compare <laughs> to you as a father you are the greatest dad in the history I, I, you're probably the greatest dad in the history of dads ever he happy father's day loved it oh, I mean absolutely. just loved it bless him hmm. I wish I could bring like those cups the, the, the 32 ounce Yeti tumblers mm-hmm. or the Tervis cups or whatever. What's it got to take for us to be able to bring those into stadiums or stadiums being able to like sell those as souvenir cups? And every time you come back, you can bring them. I'm in. surprised they don't. Well, how much do you think they call, they're going to cost there? I mean, they're going to yeah, triple well, people the price. Buy them up, though. Yeah. Yeti cups I, are so expensive. Yeah, and they, they, buy them up. The, look, if, if you went to Arrowhead and they gave and they offered me for 
Let's let's go with a crazy stadium price. So a, a Yeti at like uh, a, another store costs what thirty five bucks. So let's say they charge fifty. Done. I'm buying a Chiefs Yeti cup that I can bring to the stadium and have it refilled with whatever I want uh, at a, at the refill price, so they don't have to keep stocking. Now cups. that yeah. I think a personalized Arrowhead one. Now that would be cool, mm-hmm. and you can bring it back. Now I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I mean I can understand doing that. Yeah, that's good. If it, if you had the opportunity, the opportunity came up for you, your friends selling, you know, Arrowhead's only at 22% this season. If somebody gave the opportunity, hey, I've got these two Chiefs tickets for sale, face value, what, whatever, given the state of the world, would you go if given the opportunity to a, to a game this year? You know, I prior to the pandemic... And, and, and you know, no, no, I'm, no, I'm pandemic. Not, no, 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 no. I'm saying prior to the pandemic, I, my answer would have been the same. Is that I prefer to watch from home. I like to be in my living room. It's toasty, especially on those really bitter cold games. Um, I prefer to be. You got your own food. I, I'm just. A, I'm a homebody like that. And and again, that's coming though from someone who's not the world's biggest sports fan. So I know the people who are diehards. Maybe you two would take the chance and go. Now, um, it depends on where the seats are. Like the last football game. <laughs> He's a spoiled brat. When it uh, comes no, to this. I mean, I'm more or less. Football, football is different. I mean, come on. You don't want to sit in the nosebleeds because you can't see anything. What are you going to do? Watch the big screen? Why aren't you sitting at home or at the bar? I get now, it. Now, I've never sat at, uh, I've sat at like the 20 yard line. That, like, five rows from the uh, field. That was great. But the last football game I went to was in the end zone. So when it's going away from me, I really couldn't see much. It was weird, but coming at me at the end zone, great. Now, hold on. Yeah. So that's all I'm a little snooty about where I'm going to sit oh, pre-pandemic. Okay. Well, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. being a little I'm picky. Not gonna yes, that was, well, that was well, snooty. Well, it's okay. Well, I'm buying the tickets. Well, I don't know where the seats on. are. Sure, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Hold on. Right. Pre-pandemic, you could be a little choosy. Let's call it choosy. Uh-huh. Now. Not as you this this is really these are select this is like whoo you get to go inside you lucky duck you know what I mean so okay. would you now does it change a little bit would you be a little less choosy with twenty two percent allowed which is what seventeen thousand or something like that they were saying roughly yeah I probably would be like oh, I'll jump at the chance to go to a game because I love the NFL that much that I would but like you sitting at home watching it you can get up and do whatever you want you don't have to worry about because. I think it's going to be kind of odd at the games. It's going to be really in sh- like strict mask on. You have to do this. You know, they're going to be like, no. I mean, how do they control people go to the bathroom? Honestly, I, mean, how they I think this entire situation, this entire pandemic, is going to cause all of us to be extremely socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Because I find myself like, even if, I mean, we've done a few things. You know, we 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 went to our hot country nights, but it was very distanced and whatever. But I still felt awkward being around other people, and it wasn't even that many people. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine how I would feel, mask or not, you know, reduced capacity or not, going into a stadium. Do you guys feel like that? Like I'm I'm very nervous. I don't know when I'll feel normal about a situation like that again. I disagree. I will not feel awkward at all. I would absolutely jump at a chance to go to a football game and Tater brought up about 30 seconds ago what's it going to be like going to the bathroom and I'm happy you brought that up mm-hmm. because I think that is going to be awesome to be honest I really think it's going to be awesome think about it you only got a fifth of Arrowhead that's the beauty of it they they lowered the percentage down that much so there aren't bathroom lines so there aren't 
beer lines, all the annoying part, and there won't be as much traffic getting to and from the stadium. Yeah, they've taken like and they've, they've been taken for, the annoying stuff out. It's all the great <laughs> yeah. and then you can you'd probably be able to space out like for real. I wish Arrowhead would redo the seats like the movie theaters have redone their seats. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna have more space, so you're not elbow to elbow with these loud drunken hooligan strangers you don't know who are yelling obscenities at a football player while you've got an eight-year-old next to you you know you're going to be far away from all that now like i would jump at the opportunity and i would look forward to going to a game at arrowhead this year over any other year obviously one of the selling points of arrowhead is the crowd noise loudest stadium in the world and that's and and that does suck but nobody's going to have that this year right and that's that's a bummer but i gotta tell you for a job we have of talking to people every day when we're out and about there are times where I just don't like people. And the fact that we're going to be kind of spaced out away from them, and, and if somebody spills a beer, it's not going to fall down my back or on my $150 Patrick Mahomes jersey. Like, sign me up for Arrowhead this year. You know what it is? I like people. I do. I like good people. I'm really tired of the mean, grouchy, bullying. Karen. Karen. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm tired of that. I feel like our society has become so much of that. Or even like you said, going to, I, I would love to be able to take my son to see the Chiefs, but you know, you do have those, the language and all the the crazy things that happened in the within the crowd, you know, or, or used to. I don't know if it'll be like that now, but. What I really want to hear is all the people with the masks on doing the tomahawk chop. You know, because I mean, that's you're not going to be as loud. You got right. something covering your mouth. I seriously, well, we were at Lion's Choice doing a live broadcast, and I went the next day to get lunch there, and I literally was wearing my mask. The girl that's behind that register is wearing a mask. They got this plexiglass in the way. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even hear what she was saying. I know. I had to ask her three times, and you know what? You know what? I had to pull my mask away just so I could talk clear. I know. And I'm just like, you know, so it's just... It's so, okay, fun. on as, that note... As long as you aim your mouth towards the plexiglass, I think that's okay. Here's where I am as a mom with this. My kids are starting school um, at the end of this week. And from what I understand, everyone's got to wear masks in the classroom. Now, personally, I... And I know this isn't everyone's opinion. I I personally would be okay if the teacher and the students did not wear masks when they were in the actual classroom. You've got you know ten kids spaced out, and you've got a teacher up front. I'm okay with that. I don't. That to me seems like a fine situation. But I think they want them all to wear masks, and I really worry about that because I, I think we all read lips a little more than we think we do. Do you know what I mean? If you're in a loud situation, or I do anyway. Maybe I'm losing my hearing, <laughs> but I I feel like. I feel like we rely on that a little more than we even realize. If they're spaced out and the teacher's not right in their face, I don't understand why they have to wear a mask. Because when we're at Just a restaurant, precautions. You're, I mean, you're eating at a restaurant where we don't have a mask on. I do mean, you know what I noticed with this whole thing? By God, we will not let eating be be damned if we're going to mess with our eating. Like oh, since this whole no. thing started, it's like no, no, everything has to shut down. But my God, if you want a chili cheese dog, you are getting it. And that liquor and alcohol sales yeah, through the roof. Right. You know, you can if you're going to sit down and have a drink, you can take your mask off. Can you do that? I'm like, all right. Yeah. And, and, and I, I don't like the negative stereotype that has gotten like, well, well, you can still drink beer, but you can't go to church. Like, and, and by the way, you should be able to go to church. Um, like outdoor services, parking I lot love services. The Lord, but I love me some beer too. Well, like I, I think there's a way to get around. Like I, I understand not congregating inside, but like the weather's been so beautiful lately. Like why not just have an outdoor church service, socially distanced? There's no reason it can't be done. But like people are like, oh well, but 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 bars and liquor are an essential business. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I don't know why all of a sudden like money has been claimed to be so evil during this pandemic. Like 
people still have to make money. The economy is still a very important part of, of everything that's going on. If your economy collapses, no one can pay their rent, no one can pay their bills. What do you and, 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 and honestly, a lot of people depend on the beer or the alcohol industry. Like so much money goes through that. Like, yes, you that is one of the biggest generators of revenue. You absolutely have to keep that going. We'll save this for another podcast. It blows my mind that recreational marijuana isn't legal across the United Ooh, States yet. It's feeling spicy. Let's save that, that is, for it's, podcast number two. It's, 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 podcast. It's, 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 podcast. There's just there's no good reason not to I'm sure there is a good reason not to, but I don't know what I don't it understand is. why some states it is legal, some are just taking so long to make it it's going to be legal eventually. I mean, Denver's even talking about making, you know, other drugs. You know how much money legal this, now. The state of Colorado has made now. Like they're they're almost debt free in Colorado because of pot. Yeah. Isn't that insane just to think about? But, yeah, but, here's my thing. I understand what you're saying economically speaking. I totally get it. But I had a brother that died of a drug overdose and and you know, and I know it sounds so corny when people are like, you know, pot is a gateway drug. It is a gateway drug. I don't care what you want to say. It is. Everybody everybody who's ever become a drug addict, I guarantee you has started with a little pot. But I think one of the reasons for that and this is and we're going to I think we're going to disagree on this and that's okay is because it's it's looked at as this illegal drug. If it were as common as beer, I don't I don't think as many people would look at it as a gateway. This that's, is where I struggle with it though because sure. I'm with you in that, you know, alcohol is totally legal and my goodness, you could drink a lot of alcohol and make some very poor choices and drunk, you know, drinking and driving and, and yeah. cause some problems. I do believe that pot impairs impairs your abilities to to do those things as well. But again, why why are we saying in the liquid form here, alcohol is okay, but that's not so. I so I'm with you on that. I mean, if if one can be legal and it can impair right. you, but I but then are you but then are you opening it up to okay? Well, let's make pot legal. Well, why not cocaine? <laughs> yeah, uh, because cocaine is a man made substance and pot is completely natural. That's that's but the, THC isn't that like the whole thing? No, like that THC makes it is not, naturally in the marijuana plant. Yeah, it is. Sure? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. The, no, yeah. <laughs> okay. We can go on about that. Let's talk about that in our next podcast. Next podcast, we're talking drugs, baby. But one more thing I will say. I remember we were at, a, I think we are at a Yallapalooza at, at PMC Amphitheater. And, and for those of you who like multiple genres, not just country, they had Wiz Khalifa there the night before. And I was talking to one of the security guys there. And I'm like, how do you, I, I was like, what's the what's the difference in the crowds? Because like? I, I feel like the, you know, the country crowd may, may be a little more respectful of, of, of security and things like that. And maybe that Wiz Khalifa crowd got a little crazy. You know, like, oh, my God, he's throwing people out left and right. He's like, no, I loved it because we just everyone was high and chill. And like, it was great because since everyone was so high, we had like zero problems. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm probably different. I think I'm sensitive to it because of my brother and addiction and all of that. I mean, but I don't also don't want to sound like, you know, like I'm super uptight about it. But you're you're allowed to have an opinion. No, I am. But I but I. I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm not judging anybody who does. Well, on the subject, you're a mother, mm-hmm. and you have two children. You're a that, mother? You're a I mother. know. Whoa. Surprise, surprise. Um, I mean, when a man and a woman love each other. Yes. I'm sorry, Tater. Go just, ahead. Uh, just thinking about this, because we don't have children as of yet, and you do have children that are going to be getting into that whole teenage rebellious. What do you think about that if it does become legal here in the state of Missouri and Kansas about your children? And like alcohol and, and and have you even thought about that? I mean, uh, yes, I have. I mean, but I'll tell you why. Because I, listen, as a, because I have a sibling who died of an overdose, I have been telling my kids since they could understand me. You know, drugs are bad. Stay away from drugs. Drugs will kill you. Blah blah blah. I want them. I want them to have that message. I want them to know. Like it killed your uncle. Hey, you know, it's they're mm-hmm. not good. Um, 
But they recently asked me and my husband if we have ever tried drugs. Mm. Well, you want to talk about like thinking through all the things in your life that you've done and you're thinking, oh my gosh, they, this is, it's going to come back to me. The kids are going to ask about this stuff. And then you start thinking in my, I'm like, well, like what, how much, how much do I give here? What do I give? I've always prided myself on being very honest with my kids. So I did. I said, listen, I've, I've tried some things, but I said, but it's a terrible idea and I don't recommend it. But in my mind, I'm like, should I have even said that? Like, am I supposed to be brutally honest or I don't want to lie? Yeah. You know, you just don't want to see them going down a a dark path that, that, that you have been so close to with your brother. But I would have think that kids are going to be kids, you know, teenagers, things are going to happen and they're going to try. I just, I was just curious on your thoughts. You know what? I think my thing is just going to be, I am going to, I think I am just going to be like, I just decided this right now. I am going to be really honest with them and I'm going to tell them my, you know, because I've had some not good experiences and, sh- and right. let them see that and let them hear that of co- and say, you know, you've got your own decisions to make. I mean, as long as you're under my roof. You live by my rules. You live by my rules, <laughs> but I mean. I think that's a wonderful idea. I'm, I'm going to, I just, as I'm sitting here thinking about like, what would I do in that yeah. situation? Um, and this is just a thought. Or you could just lie. <laughs> it, Mike, it would have been a lot easier. <laughs> oh, I bet. I just would, uh, I, I, I don't know, I would lie. Uh, anyways, uh, we are The Morning Drive on Q104 in Kansas City. Mike Keller, Jenny Matthews, our producer, Tater. And uh, this is The Morning After Podcast. We thank you so much for taking the time to listen. We're going to try to put one of these out uh, roughly once a week or so. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. Until then, enjoy your week.